Hello and welcome to the Bizarro Cast. This is episode 2 for April 3rd, 2012. The story that we have for today is Donald's Head by Walter Rain. This is going to be a little bit of a short one, but I think that this story is definitely the sort of thing that I want on this podcast. And I really hope that you like it too. Um, I was going to do a segment on the show today uh, called Bizarro News, um, basically just the weirdest shit out there that I could find um, on the news, but I actually don't have it all put together yet, so I'm probably going to save that for the next podcast. Uh, Hopefully you'll be tuning in then. So without any further ado, let me introduce uh, the author of our story tonight. If you haven't already heard of him, Walter Rain is the author of Beyond Berkey Fever, a ski racing memoir about America's greatest cross-country event, and also writes for uh, CycloNovaXC.com and StreetsOfLima.com. And uh, based on his writing so far, I really hope that we see a lot more work from this author. Alright, without further ado, let's jump right into the story, Donald's Head by Walter Rain. Donald's Head by Walter Rain It is amazing what washes up on the beach. I was out swimming with my family, and we came across this decapitated human head. Man, did we have some fun with that. Right away, little Molly started calling it Donald. I don't know where she came up with the name. That girl says the strangest things. We all took turns putting the head on our shoulders. Look, I have two heads. We all laughed and laughed. Everybody made the same joke, my two kids, my wife, and myself. We all had to take our turn with the head on our shoulders, but it never got old. We dragged Donald over to the picnic table and propped him up to share dinner with us. Little Joey stuffed KFC biscuits into Donald's mouth. We all had a bit of a scare when a rat came running out. It was all coughing and waterlogged. It looked really gross. When the rat was safely away in the woods, we all started laughing about it. My wife put her hand over her chest as she caught her breath and exhaled in nervous relief. I bet you're glad to have him out of your mouth, aren't you, Donald? I asked, playfully patting the ground where Donald's shoulders would have been if he weren't just a decapitated human head. My family laughed forever at that one. They all took turns, patting Donald's imaginary shoulders. All too soon, the time came for us to go. Can we take Donald with us? My children asked. Even my wife looked at me with pleading in her eyes. The truth was, I would have liked to bring Donald home too. But I knew what my duty was. No, kids, this is Donald's home. But maybe we can come back and visit someday. They were sad, but we all waved as we drove away. Don't worry, Donald. I know you can't wave, Joey said, and everybody laughed. I was grateful for his comment, because it broke the melancholy mood. It was a day we all remembered for a long time. About a year later, we went back to the beach. We all kind of hoped we'd find Donald there, but he was gone. The worst part was that somebody had left a disgusting sun-bleached skull half-buried in the sand. I told my kids to stay away from it. They looked at it with fear, and we ate in silence. Everybody knows the skulls are evil. It sat there staring at us, with its horrible hollow eyes, 
and ruined our whole picnic. It's strange the way that uh, cultural perceptions and norms can affect the way that we look at the world and our own consciousness as a result. Our psychology is shaped so much by taboos and norms that we have to adapt to as we navigate throughout the world. And the way we treat the dead is in many cultures a varying and vastly important concept. Now, to me, it doesn't matter. I think when you're dead, you're fucking dead. But it's interesting to me, you know, in the way that these stories, these mythologies evolve around, you know, how we deal with the world and, you know, being conscious beings. Because so far as I know, we're the only ones out there. And this is the reason that we have things like stories. We have things like what we brought today. It's because the world's a strange place. We're all trying to make sense out of it. I really hope that you enjoyed the story half as much as I did. If you did, you enjoyed it a whole lot. Uh, please leave your comments. We love to hear what you have to hear. Or, I guess, read what you have to type to be more precise. Um, please donate. Hit the donate button. This is how we pay for our authors. Um, the stories here are free to listen to, but we're like NPR or PBS or whatever the fuck you're into. Um, you know, we, we got to pay for it somehow. Um, come back next week. We have a really cool story. I'm really excited about this one. This is this puts the bizarre in Bizarro next week's story. You are going to love it if you love Bizarro, which, you know, I kind of assume you do because you're listening to the Bizarro cast. Um, so until next week, I hope everyone has an awesome life or whatever, I don't know, week, two weeks. I mean, I don't know when you're listening to this. You could, you know, be going through archives, listening to one after the other. But till then, come back to the Bizarro cast for stories beyond bizarre. Music is thanks to Ducket and can be found at ccmixer.org slash people slash ducket spelled d-u-c-k-e-t-t slash profile uh everything on this site is protected by a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives license which means that you can share it but you can't change it and you can't profit off it good night